Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is February 21st, 2019. The day was February 21st, 1965. Malcolm X, an American activist and religious leader, was preparing to speak at a rally for his organization of Afro-American unity at the Audubon Ballroom in New York City. But as he was about to address the audience, someone shouted a racial slur, then yelled, get your hand out of my pocket. Malcolm X told them to be calm, and his bodyguards moved to break up the commotion. But as the bodyguards left Malcolm X's watch, a man with a sawed-off shotgun rushed the stage, shooting Malcolm X in the chest. Two more men fired handguns at Malcolm X. The crowd, made up of about 400 people, erupted in panic. Malcolm X was rushed to Columbia Presbyterian Hospital, where he was pronounced dead shortly after his arrival. Malcolm X had told reporters the following just days before his death. I don't worry, I'll tell you. I'm a man who believed that I died 20 years ago, and I live like a man who is dead already. I have no fear whatsoever of anybody or anything. As a champion for Black rights, Malcolm X was an advocate of armed self-defense and Black nationalism. His views on separating Black and white people and other philosophies he had adopted during his time with the Nation of Islam changed in the later years of his life, after his pilgrimage to Mecca. He began speaking out against the Nation of Islam, its principles, and its leader, Elijah Muhammad. But Malcolm X still faced the resentment of people who considered him violent and threatening, as well as members of the Nation of Islam who disapproved of his split with the movement. In fact, Malcolm X had been receiving death threats and been assaulted by people in the Nation of Islam. A week before Malcolm X was assassinated, his house in East Elmhurst, Queens, was firebombed. The attackers threw Molotov cocktails through the windows, but one bomb that was supposed to go through the back of the house hit the door and didn't make it inside the house. Malcolm, his wife Betty, and their four daughters made it out alive. The house went up in flames, and the blaze was put out around 3 a.m. No one was charged with the crime. But the Nation of Islam owned the house Malcolm X and his family had lived in, and they were looking to evict him. Malcolm believed the Nation of Islam was responsible for the attack. So a week later, when Malcolm X was assassinated and three members of the Nation of Islam were found guilty, the case was pretty much open and shut. Talmadge Hayer, Norman 3X Butler, and Thomas 15X Johnson were convicted of murder in March of 1966 and sentenced to life in prison. Hayer confessed to the crime, but Johnson and Butler maintained their innocence. In 1977 and 78, Hayer submitted affidavits that reaffirmed his statement that the other two men who had been convicted weren't involved in the assassination. Instead, the affidavits named four other men from the Nation of Islam who helped commit the murder. 
but the case was never reopened, and all three were eventually released from prison. But as it often happens, when a major social or political figure is assassinated, that's not where the story ended. In the days and years after Malcolm X's murder, conspiracy theories popped up left and right. People blamed the NYPD, FBI, and CIA for not having an adequate police presence at the Audubon Ballroom. Others have accused current Nation of Islam leader Louis Farrakhan of Malcolm X's assassination. And still others are convinced COINTELPRO, as the FBI's counterintelligence program was known, was the chief orchestrator of the assassination. COINTELPRO have been targeting civil rights leaders and getting informants to infiltrate their organizations. Many believe that Malcolm X's assassins may still be on the loose. And in January 2019, a group of more than 60 U.S. citizens called for a new congressional investigation into the assassination of Malcolm X, as well as Martin Luther King Jr., John F. Kennedy, and Robert F. Kennedy. After Malcolm X was assassinated, many grieved him as they would a martyr, and many others welcomed the end to his fiery rhetoric. Malcolm X remains a divisive figure in the history of the civil rights era in America. I'm Eves Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. I just think it's worth mentioning too that Hayer, Johnson, and Butler all later changed their names, but I didn't really talk about that during the story to avoid any confusion. Hayer changed his name to Mujahid Abdul Halim, Johnson to Khalil Islam, and Butler to Muhammad Abdul Aziz. Thanks for showing up. If you haven't gotten your fill of history after listening to today's episode, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at TDIHC Podcast. We'll meet here again tomorrow. Tomorrow.